Hello world, this is Sophie Wayne. Welcome to Voice Memo Moments. Happy Friday, or if you're not listening on Friday, whatever day. I had a great week, and one of the reasons why I think it was so pleasant was because I was really intentional about when and where I did certain things. So for some context, I have been a chronic procrastinator for a good chunk of my life. And there's nothing inherently terrible about that except for the fact that I push things off multiple times and then I'm scrambling to get things done and Usually there's a negative emotional response paired with that, such as stress or guilt. So this week I told myself that I wanted to try something different. Knowing myself and knowing yourself, you will want to know how you best operate. So I best operate with time constraints, with deadlines, and with the the ability to know that I'm going to get something done because I have to. So with that in mind, I looked at my schedule this week and I saw I had an assignment due at 11.59 and that day I also wanted to bake vegan muffins, hop on the phone with a friend, and get all of my emails done. So there were definitely other activities and things that I wanted to fit into my schedule. And I decided that I was going to start that assignment at 11 and I wasn't going to think about it at all before and that I was just going to deep dive into it when 11 hit and knock it out before it was due. And in all honesty, I operated throughout that day being super present in all my other activities, having fun. And not thinking twice about something that was due later. And then when 11 hit, I sat down, grinded it out, turned it in, and felt great. And I felt absolutely no negative emotional pairing with that. Which I think is really cool. So if you are someone who struggles with procrastination or you resonate with any of the things I just said... It could be interesting for you to try to intentionally put certain things that you know need to get done but aren't going to be things that you lean for, reach for in the earlier parts of your day. If you don't struggle with procrastination, that's totally great and I'm so happy for you, genuinely. For today's content, uh, we are going to do a reflections episode. So this is going to be an episode talking about the exercises in episodes one, two, and three. And we also have three voice memo moments. So it's going to be a jam-packed episode. I really hope that you enjoy it. And the first voice memo moment is going to be from Kai. He will be talking about the life audit. And before I share that with you, I just wanted to highlight something he said about how he noticed the disparities in where he invests and brings, he invests and brings his best self in terms of the roles that he plays in his life. And so 
More specifically, I think it comes down to setting boundaries. Perhaps you could look at this like a muscle to flex. Setting boundaries is not easy and I don't know anyone who doesn't struggle with that or hasn't struggled with or has struggled with that at some point in their life. So I think I will do an episode on setting boundaries in the future, but I really loved what Kai had to say about doing the life audit and how boundaries and being kind to himself played a role. Hi, Sophie. It's Kai. I completed the life audit and reflected on it for a while, and it was a really eye-opening and empowering experience. I really learned a lot about the many different roles that I play and how much energy I actually spend on other people, which a lot of the time leaves me drained and not able to do the things and be the things that I want to be. And so, yeah, I, I reflected on that a lot and what I needed to do to improve that and rectify that. And it doesn't mean that I will be a worse friend or worse professional, but I need to set boundaries in order to have the energy to effectively and do well the things that I want to do and the person that I want to be. Additionally, I really reflected on the things that I do for other people and how those types of things would look like me doing for myself because I know that I'm not necessarily always the kindest to myself or the most caring of myself. And so to really reflect on how I can improve in that area and how I can really, yeah, be that kind person for myself. And I think that one of the really big things for that is just reaffirming myself when I've done something for myself that is positive in nature and just continuing to build on the positive lifestyle that I want to live. So thank you so much for exposing me to the life audit and yeah, really getting me to give it a go because it was definitely really eye-opening. So thank you so much. I hope that you have a really awesome day. And yeah, uh, sending you hugs. (laughs) Next up, we have Catherine who's going to be talking about the friendship interview And I really appreciated what she said about how this exercise doesn't just apply to friends. You can do this with a coach, a mentor, a parent, a sibling, a romantic partner. And you can just sub out the words friend slash friendship for whatever fits your dynamic. And I also liked the section on quote-unquote weaknesses. In any dynamic, I would encourage you to look, you know, three, four months, even a year, or even a few weeks later after doing this exercise and see like how the two of you are addressing these quote-unquote weaknesses. And if you're putting in equal investment into improving the dynamic and seeing and allowing it to grow. Hey Sophie, it's Catherine. I am so excited to do this voice memo moment. A couple weeks ago, we had a friendship interview. And I think I was able to learn 
ways in which we complement each other, such as, you know, we both like to be present in the moment when we're hanging out. And we also love having a safe space where you trust one another and feel comfortable bringing up whatever's on your mind. Um, But we were also able to learn about ways that we really would have to work on um, in our friendship because we're both not so good at, for instance, being deliberate about reaching out to people instead of hanging out with those who are in close proximity. And I think this is so applicable as we graduate and, you know, move to different cities um, to be deliberate with each other so that we can keep in touch. But what I really also loved about the friendship interview was it allows you to personally reflect on how one is in a friendship and you can take these personal takeaways to all of your other friendships beyond people that you even have a friendship interview with. So I'm so thankful for that and absolutely love this experience and thanks for introducing it to me and so excited to hear many more episodes of Voice Memo Moments. Lastly, we have my friend Sarah who's going to be talking about code words and I really appreciated how she was able to take her version of falafel and see that be a part of her dynamic with her girlfriend and just other people in her life. I love that creative twist and direction. And I think the biggest thing that I was able to know out of this voice memo moment was the flexibility in how you can use code words. And I found it fascinating that she was able to use it in a texting slash creating new groups or, you know, not joining a group and have that be respected based on situations and how people are feeling in the moment. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Sarah. I've been friends with Sophie since we were kids doing ballet together, and I've been really enjoying this podcast so far. I've tried to uh, give each thing that she's suggested so far a go, and it's been great. Uh, I'm particularly going to talk about the code words idea, partly because I realized I'd already been doing that uh, and didn't have a name for it. So my girlfriend and I, if we say sorry uh, when we don't need to, similarly to Sophie's falafel, we say worm. At some point there was a little comic of a worm saying sorry and it just kind of stuck. And it's been super helpful, just like falafel has been with Sophie. Oftentimes I will catch my girlfriend uh, about to say sorry, and then instead they say worm. It's just a goofy little way to make it more fun to stop a bad habit. And after hearing that podcast episode, I thought I'd give it a go of making a new code word for a different thing. And in a group chat with some friends, We often start talking about heavy topics without much warning, and sometimes it can bother one or two people in the chat unexpectedly. And so I instituted a new little rule in that chat where if someone was going to start talking about something sensitive, a sensitive topic, that they would say bees and then say the thing. So it's like a content warning, 
but um, it's a little more lighthearted. So people will say like bees, mental illness, uh, and it's been really helpful, I think, just so that we have a, a preparation for what's going to come up. And if anyone doesn't want to talk about that thing right then, they can say no bees. And then you can just start a separate chain with one of the friends individually instead of in the group chat. And it's been working really well and been super helpful. So thank you for that suggestion, Sophie. Loving the podcast. On a final note, it would mean so much if you shared this podcast with a friend or someone in your network, gave Voice Memo Moments a review on Apple Podcasts or rating, and followed us on Spotify. I am so grateful for every one of you, and I would love for this podcast to be exposed to more people. I appreciate you, and the world appreciates you.